0: <laughs> but um how are you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: Honest answers only. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, but
1: um we're recording at a different time than yeah. our usual. Yeah. But I feel like there's never a usual. We're always switching it up. Yeah,
0: we have like a hypothetical we have like recording Sposed, yeah. time every week, but uh it seems like it's only about fifty percent of the time <laughs> that we actually do it in that time slot. Because we're busy people.
1: We're busy people, we yeah. have a lot going on.
0: But um, this is not a podcast about our <laughs> our busy schedules. Uh, this is a podcast uh, where you watch an episode of Friends and an episode of How I Met Your Mother uh, and compare, contrast, and have all sorts of fun segments. Today we're on episode season five, episode lucky number 13 of both shows. Season five, episode 13 of Friends is called the one with Joey's bag. And season five, episode 13 of How I Met Your Mother is called Jenkins. Mm-hmm. We're going to put a pin in Jenkins. Ouch. <laughs> and we are going to jump head feet feet first, I guess, into Joey's bag. Season five, episode 13 of Friends, the one with Joey's bag.
1: How'd they get in there? <laughs> uh,
0: but, um, the, all right, that's it. <laughs> I can't keep doing that. Um, So we start in Chandler's bedroom. Uh, this might... I. I, I you know, sometimes I have ideas like I wish we'd go back to the beginning of this podcast and and uh,
1: decide against and, doing this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, me too. Every day.
0: Um, you know, you say, I'm going to take that seriously, no, and please gonna, don't. Yeah. No, please don't. Uh, no, I wish I had kept track of for both shows where every episode opens and like done tally marks for how often do we open in the ladies' apartment, how often do we open at McLarens, so, like because I think this might be the first time an episode has ever started in Chandler's bedroom. Okay. Right. That
1: might be true. We had
0: one starting in Joey's bedroom
1: when he's sleeping. Right. Yeah. yeah. When
0: when he's when yeah Chandler comes in, but the time of the first episode that starts in Chandler's bedroom, uh, he's Chandler's giving Monica a massage, and then he like cheats on like yeah. the It's supposed to be thirty minutes. They
1: bring in like an egg timer.
0: <laughs> well, I doesn't surprise me with Monica. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. we're gonna do exactly thirty minutes, but he like ding like moves it up a little bit, which is like. Come on, man. Do you like your girl? You like your girlfriend or not? Yeah. Um, but that's because Chandler wants a massage, or so he thinks. Yeah. As soon as Monica starts massaging him, it's very painful. Yeah. And my first thought was like,
1: I want that I massage. I want
0: to yeah. <laughs> so see it, like. Um...
1: It's not a massage unless I have like visible bruises.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You should see the. I, I know I've told you before. You should see the movie Tony Erdmann. Okay. You would love it. Okay, it's right up your alley. But anyway, there's a part where she says, "I just want someone to beat the shit out of me <laughs> about yeah. about Missus." Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we go to the opening titles, <laughs> which are new opening titles, new collections of yeah. uh, of scenes. They do this uh, like clockwork. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. every third, like the first and thirteenth episode of every season, seem to have you know, where new new uh, title sequences come into play. After that, we jump to the the perk. Uh, it turns out that massage thing. What sometimes, like the top of the show thing, is just a not top. The the cold open is just a little standalone joke. But this is clearly part of the storyline. Chandler is talking to Joey about the painful massage and how he doesn't want to be honest. Uh, meanwhile, Joey has a top hat, and it turns out because he's auditioning for a part of a well dressed gentleman, and that's his idea of how people yeah. dress well. Yeah. Uh, I, I forgot to mention that Ross and Rachel are also there. Rachel says, "Why don't you come by my work? I can." Lend you some clothes from our collections or, or yeah, whatever. Come yeah, come over to Bloomie's. Yeah. Get yeah. a makeover. Yeah. And then Phoebe shows up. Uh, everyone's showing up one by one. So at this point, we got all of Monica. Phoebe shows up, but she's sad because her, her grandma just died. Yeah. And, like, again, I mean, this, this would be under the umbrella, but sad Phoebe life. Like, mm-hmm. Phoebe was grocery shopping with her grandmother when she keeled over and died yeah. in the grocery store.
1: Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. She... She bent over to get a lemon and never came up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now I'm gonna think about that every time I grab something from the bottom shelf. Yeah. Do I need those diced tomatoes? Like, am I, is it worth risking my life? Yeah. For diced tomatoes or chickpea crispy chickpea chips? Yes. Those those are worth. It. Those are worth it. Those yeah. are worth the rest of life. Um, and then Monica shows up, not uh, reading the room. Uh, and is very excited that she just saw two people having sex in a car outside. Yeah. Which I feel like if I were Phoebe, even if my grandma had just died, would be like, okay, let's go see that.
1: <laughs> and then was that like an like a like an anal sex joke?
0: Right, because like it said something about like because
1: Phoebe said like oh like one life ends and one life begins and Monica says not the way they were doing it. Yeah,
0: so it must be anal sex. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but
1: like she must have really been like looking into the window too. I don't blame her. She's a, she's a creep. Well,
0: people are having sex in a parked car in New York City. Their exhibition is obviously, right?
1: Yeah. They
0: want to be seen. Maybe. Um, And then Monica, okay, tell me how you feel about this. Monica's, like, first, once she realizes that Phoebe's grandma died, Monica's first question is, how did she die? And I feel like that's just the setup for the joke about the, like, she bent down and never stood right. up. But I feel like... I don't think. I I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like that question. How like if you find out like, oh my, husband died or whatever. You don't like if you say how did he die. It feels weirdly like morbid, or you're asking well, yeah. the person to kind of relive it or something. It is Just like, like m-
1: literal like morbid curiosity. Yeah. But I think I might ask that after I made sure like how do you feel? Are you yeah. okay? Like what's going on with you? Like, how did it, ha- like, I think that's part of the, a natural, because that would lead to more conversation. Right. You know, like, Phoebe clearly is, like, not, she's able to, like, talk about it with her friends, so I feel like it's not an outrageous question.
0: Okay. Um,
1: like, it's not, maybe you could say, like, oh, I'm so sorry, like, how did it happen? Were you with her? I think that's fine. Okay. Um, friends, friends and, and mothers.
0: mothers. Yeah. Would you ask how someone died, like, when it was, like, recent? Yeah. I don't
1: think it's insensitive in this case.
0: Okay. Um, You don't like
1: to... You feel like questions asked of, like, close friends and family are, like, inappropriate. Like what? I feel like...
0: Give me other examples before you, like, make this blanket statement.
1: (laughs) I mean, I don't want to give specifics, but, like, you feel like it's, like, overly, like, prying into someone's life if you ask a question. But to me, it's just, like, you're interested in someone's life. You're interested in like a circumstance like you're showing an interest in someone it's not prying i just
0: wish you could think of an example
1: we'll talk about it later (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) this is not something you want to talk about on the podcast no okay all right i'm very curious now what you're referring to okay um
1: like with your like with your friends and family like i'll say like oh what's What's going on there? And you'll be like, oh, I, I didn't want to ask that. That seems rude. And I'm like, why? It's not okay. It's not weird or rude. It's just showing interest.
0: I guess. But I, I guess I don't like to sh- overshare a lot.
1: Yeah, so that's I'm on, projecting. That's on you. Yeah.
0: Um, you
1: could be more vulnerable with loved ones. That's yeah. how you connect. It's very funny
0: that, like, people who know me from... This podcast or Battleship Pretension are always hearing me talk, and are always hearing me probably overshare a little bit. But that's just what I do. It's not what I'm like
1: in real life. In my
0: normal life, I'm not like a big talker in public yeah. settings, yeah. and I'm not a big sharer with yeah. my friends and family. But for some reason, like the friends and mothers and the BP listeners, which we've never come up with a name for, beep- beepers, beepers. I think that yeah. that's that's been proposed. Well we've never called um, in, in seventeen years or whatever, fifteen. Well I years, think
1: 60, I mean this 60. we can, you know, get down to like some psychoanalysis, but you are constantly afraid of like feeling like a kid or people treating you like a kid, so you yeah. don't want to be vulnerable and you feel yeah. that expressing your feelings or talking about yourself in a vulnerable way, you are childlike in in some way. And I feel like I'm trying to get you to connect with people by showing vulnerability, because that's how you are human. Okay. That's how we connect with one another.
0: All right. Friends and mothers. Isn't is <laughs> isn't that, isn't that the right? Uh, okay. <laughs>
1: that that's not that doesn't have to be a call to action. This is just okay. my of, opinion. No, as your, as the person who loves you the most in this whole world, I'm telling you that you could be vulnerable and people won't judge you harshly, okay? Or think you're a child. Yeah,
0: we'll see. We'll see. Um,
1: uh, friends and mothers, do you think Dave is a child?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, So Rachel's dressing Joey, and she gets him to wear, like, a shoulder bag? Yeah. Um, that, like, I don't know, what did you think of the shoulder bag?
1: I thought it was fine. It didn't look like, like, I understand it it didn't look, like, the strap itself didn't look like a suitcase, and I think it could be either. It could be you and I, sex.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I think it's neutral. (laughs) Um... Yeah, but I guess I just meant like did you like it?
1: Well, I thought he looked great. Like his the outfit. Oof. I thought he looked so you and I are on
0: smart. opposite pages there. No. I
1: thought he looked <laughs> he he cuts a handsome figure. Well, yeah,
0: he's got a great body.
1: Yeah. I think but, he looks great in it, though. Oof,
0: no. We'll talk about it. It was when like we get matching
1: tie, matching we'll talk yeah, about that we'll later. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. I thought he looked great. It was
0: bad. Um, so uh Phoebe goes to tell Ursula about her grandma, and Ursula just nonplussed. Sucks, she usual. thought that she was, <laughs> terrible. She died five years ago. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and her argument is like, "Oh, I already made peace with it five years ago. Yeah. I don't want to relive
0: <laughs> this grief." Uh, at the perk, the other fellows are mocking Joey. Here, I'm not like I might not let love the bag just uh, aesthetically, but I'm annoyed at, yeah. at Chandler and Ross for like all the gender jokes or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that happens, and they all they all go to Phoebe grandma's funeral, which is very nice of them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, but then, uh, and there's 3D glasses at the funeral, which yeah. is cute. Yeah. Uh, and then Bob Balaban shows up, yeah. and I'm like, hey, it's Bob Balaban, and then it turns out it's Frank Buffet. Frank Buffet. This is the father of both Phoebe and Frank Jr. And Ursula. And Ursula. Yeah, yeah, that's true. God. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Um, I don't like Ursula. <laughs> no,
1: we're not supposed to. <laughs> I know.
0: But we're also not supposed to love Janice, and we love Janice. Yeah. But Ursula I just don't like. Um, oh, and then, okay, so Phoebe, this is a we- really weird thing that I mentioned. Twice in this episode, so Phoebe, like, says that she's doesn't say who she is. She apparently, we find out, tells Bob Bal- Balaban, sorry, Frank Buffet, That she's the executor of the will and she wants to meet at the perk to go over the will or whatever. But this is the second time in this episode that Phoebe refers to the perk as the coffee house. Mm -hmm. I don't remember them ever calling it, like, they say perk or they say, like, coffee shop.
1: Do they say perk or do we say perk? I feel like they just call it the coffee shop. The coffee coffee house.
0: But uh, do they say coffee house? I think so. Is coffee house a common. Yeah. This has become one of those things where, like, I heard, I thought about it, you know, the thing where you say a word over and over again and it loses meaning. Yeah. I think I've thought the word coffee house so much that I'm like, does anyone say coffee house? What is this word?
1: People say coffee house because when people say coffee shop, it alludes to like a diner that's like it's in addition to coffee. But coffee house is like the primary thing that it does is coffee.
0: So Starbucks is a coffee house? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not a coffee shop because Denny's is a coffee shop, right?
0: Denny's is a diner.
1: Whatever. What I mean is But like, I know what you're saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Coffee. Like in Pulp Fiction, the guy says, I'm just a coffee shop So manager. if they said like, diner, let's obviously. meet
1: at the cafe. Yeah, it's
0: that a cafe. That would make
1: more sense, but they yeah. don't say cafe. They don't call it the perk. We call it the perk. They should call it the perk. Maybe they do, but I don't think that they do. <laughs> okay.
0: Friends and mothers, do Have they call it Have they ever the perk?
1: referred to Central Perk as the perk? Or do they call it Central Perk? I feel like they just, they all just know what they're talking about. Let's go get coffee.
0: Yeah, yeah. But Coffee House just suddenly sound, sounded weird to me. You know? Like, I, when I think of a tea house, even that, like, I think of, like, old kung fu movies and, like, right. you know, the tense confrontation in the tea house between the right <laughs> the warring parties or Yeah, whatever.
1: we don't really have tea, I mean, we have... Hipchato Tea Room.
0: We have Chado Tea Room, yeah. We used to have the um, American Doll Cafe. I don't think, is that still around? I don't think so. It was near my work. I don't, I haven't, don't remember seeing it recently um, in in Los Angeles. But I think there's, there's other tea shops. Tea. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I've completely lost my mind here. <laughs> um, Joey's headed to his audition, so he's all dressed up in his... Outfit that Natalie loves and I hate. He looks so sharp. Um, he has a, a funny line about how uh, Joey, like, get used to it because Joey comes with a bag. Yeah. <laughs> which I like.
1: He loves this bag.
0: Um, I love a bag, too. I have, because, you know, I tend to, like, to, especially when I go to work, I like to look nice. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I was using messenger bags because they look nicer than backpacks. But I have realized at a certain point, like, I don't think they're good for my back or shoulders. Yeah. I spend a lot of time, because I walk, I take public transit, so I'm spending a lot of time wearing the backpack. It's not like I'm just sitting it mm-hmm. on the car seat. So, mm-hmm. car seat, yeah, passenger seat. None, words, Every nothing, word, anymore. yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> car seat.
0: So I've switched full-time to backpacks, even when I'm wearing, like, yeah. a sport coat and trousers or whatever and a tie. Yeah. I still have a backpack because I think it's just better for my back.
1: Yeah, also, um, you can get, like, a nice, like, faux leather backpack, and it looks... I had one
0: the um, zipper broke, but now, I, the one I have now is pretty, it's not faux leather, but it's like, uh, it's case logic, and it looks like a... Looks
1: I say like, faux leather just because that's my preference, but yeah. you might want a regular I might want a real leather,
0: regular yeah. leather one, yeah. Um, no, I had one for a while, but the zippers broke. Um, um, Monica... Oh yeah, Monica tries to massage Phoebe, and Phoebe's like, don't do that, I'm a masseuse, don't ever... Don't do that to any to anyone. human being, yeah. And then, so, Monica, like, says, like, well, Rachel loved my massage until she got allergic, and then Chandler likes my massages, and then he, like, lies, and when Monica realizes that Chandler's lying about the massages, um, she almost, like, gives up <laughs> their secret.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... Because she's especially heard about Chandler lying. Um, But uh, where was I? Uh,
1: Yeah, she said something like, "If we start lying to each other, then like, what do we have? Society in general."
0: (laughs) 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 So then Joey's at his audition, and of course the bag backfires. The casting director hates it. Uh, Joey can't stop defending it. Um, He gets dismissed. Uh, he
1: doesn't even care that he lost the part. Like no, he's yeah. just like, I love this bag. Well,
0: no. At first, he's like, We got it. He thinks he got the part. Yeah. Uh, and by we, he meant he and the bag, which is pretty cute. Uh, so Monica and Chandler are alone, and Monica's upset about him lying, and Chandler spins it as like, Hey, you're the best at giving bad massages. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of cute. Um, we cut back to the perk uh, exterior perk snow. I like that. When yes. There's snow.
1: Yeah. There's no underground.
0: Um, the Bob Balaban shows up. Sorry, Frank Buffet shows up. Uh, Phoebe says that um, I can't remember her grandma's name. Um, I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember either. Uh, said she wanted you to have this lipstick, but then starts asking him uh, very pointed questions about like why he left, but pretending it's all part of like the <laughs> legal documents for yeah. the will, like. Um, what did she say, like, "Did you leave because for following reasons: A, secret military government mm-hmm. thing; B, you're a bad bad man." You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and. And her
1: like official documentation are just like scraps of like receipts from her purse.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that might have been one of my funniest moments. Oh, sorry. No, actually, it's not. Um. Uh. So wait. Oh, and then he reveals that he only came to the funeral because he was hoping to run into Lily, mm-hmm. Phoebe and Ursula's mom. Yes. And so that's when he, real that's when he learns for the first time that she's been dead for 17 years. Yeah. Um, and uh, so Phoebe comes clean and, and tells Frank Buffet who she is. And they have kind of like, I appreciated the show having them like have kind of a, tentatively warm moment, but also like acknowledging like that's this isn't true. something that's gonna be like papered over yeah um really really quick. Uh and then the tag at the end is just that Joey didn't get the part but he likes the bag, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Any other stay of observa- stray observations? Um
1: well um stolen from Seinfeld, a storyline about massages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um also I thought it was kind of sad when Chandler says to Joey, like, I don't want Monica to know I hate her massages, like, this is my first real relationship, which yeah. is like way harsh to Janice because he was in like a very long term relationship with Janice. Yeah. And he doesn't even consider that a relationship. It's so disrespectful.
0: Yeah. Anyway. These these fellas don't know what they've got.
1: Way harsh. Is. Yeah. She's a catch. She's a catch.
0: Alright. Um funniest moments. I'll start uh um chronologically, um when Monica is <laughs> massaging Chandler, you know, mm-hmm. and she says like something like, uh, say goodbye to those tense muscles and he like screams in pain, Goodbye muscles. Goodbye
1: muscles. <laughs> yeah. That was very funny. Um, so this is like I think the joke of the episode is um like when Phoebe's talking to her father Frank, um he was saying like I used to sing a song to you like to fall asleep yeah. and it was sleepy girl sleepy girl why don't you go to sleep yeah. just in the full <laughs> refrain of smelly cat yeah. Yeah. and Phoebe acknowledges it and then like you know kind of like chuckles to herself like yeah. puts it in her back pocket like this has been with me this whole time yeah. there's so much more significance of smelly cat
0: yeah, yeah. it's nice yeah. um when Phoebe's talking about her grandmother dying. The last thing, the last thing her grandma said was, "We'll meet at the checkout counter." And Phoebe said, "You know what? We will meet at the checkout counter."
1: Yeah, um, this is more like of a visual gag. But um, after when they when they show up at the funeral, Joey's wearing his bag and he pulls flowers out for Phoebe.
0: That's on my list too. Yeah, he pulls a full bouquet. Of, yeah. Uh, like daffodils. What were they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, When Phoebe goes to see Ursula, she knocks, and Ursula says, who is it? And she says, it's Phoebe, and we hear Ursula go, oh, great, and then open the door and go, oh, you. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, When Joey's describing his bag, he says, it's as handy as it is becoming. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, I had two more, but you already took them. Joey pulling the flowers out and the Sleepy Girl song are my other two.
1: Um, Oh, but,
0: yeah, go ahead.
1: When Rachel is explaining to Joey that the bag is... Um, unisex. Yeah. And she says, no, you and I sex. And Joey says, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he references it again later about something. You yeah. and I sex. Um, all right. Let's go to friends with make it fashion. I'll start with what I liked.
1: Joey looking sharp. With,
0: no, I liked Phoebe's big fluffy orange coat. Oh, of
1: course. Return of the orange fluffy yeah. jacket. Yeah.
0: What did you What did you want to highlight?
1: I heard he did. Joey looks so sharp.
0: No. No. I'm sorry. Uh, there are so many, like, things that are wrong, <laughs> in my opinion, with what he's wearing. Okay. And the bag is fine. I mean, like, I don't personally think the bag is that stylish, but it's fine. I hate the tie being exact match for the shirt thing. That's a late 90s, early 2000s-like trend that was ugly at the time, and it still is ugly to me. Also, she's got him in... Like black trousers, which I don't like black trousers except for like at a funeral essentially. Um, and also no jacket. She's got his she's got him in a long like a shirt shirt that's buttoned all the way just with a tie mm-hmm. and no sport coat, no cardigan, no sweater vest or sweater, like
1: You gotta see that d- bot though.
0: <laughs> but it's not he's not fully dressed, is what I'm saying. Without uh, a smile <laughs> so, um, yeah, I thought it was a very tacky and dated look in a bad way. Okay. I know some of the looks on Friends are dated in ways that have come around to being, like, charming again. But um, I thought he looked like a douche, basically. Okay. Like a club douche.
1: Huh. Maybe I'm into that. Yeah, maybe. Um, I have no other fashion, but...
0: All right. I have two other things. Okay. One... Sometimes I put this under fashion, even though it's not fashion, but it's, like, goods or whatever. And she's had it before, but I've never really called it out. I love Monica's grocery bag. Like, her, she carries a grocery bag that's, like, a mesh, like, net type yeah. of grocery bag. Well, I this love. is
1: props to the props department, because I have a few of those.
0: Oh, okay. Then I won't say what my other one is, because I think it's probably yours.
1: Oh, virgin cola? Virgin cola. Yeah. Including
0: the style of Shasta.
1: Yes. But we've talked about, like, how they're, like shills for virgin because like Richard when they, Branson was on the episode yeah, yeah and when they took the flight to London we got like a full 30 seconds of a virgin plane
0: yeah yeah Um so yeah
1: virgin cola and then also just like a diet cola okay that looked like Pepsi but it just said diet cola okay Um also props um they're like all drinking coffee at the apartment and there's like a full plate of cookies that <laughs> Monica would have made they're just sitting on the table. Um, but like yeah, a high... we got some
0: cookies that our friend made us in the... Sky high. ...of the room. Um, sky
1: high ta- uh, cookie, cookie plate.
0: Yeah. Uh, what's under the umbrella?
1: Um, okay. Um, like being creepy with friends, like propositioning their friends for sex. Um, Ursula, um, like strict gender...
0: Yeah.
1: Norms. Gender bullshit. Gender bullshit. Yeah. Um, The idea that Monica is like very competitive when Chandler says like, you don't need to be the best at everything. And she says, you don't know me at all. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's
0: all I have. Um, Yeah. That's all I have too. So should we take a quick break? Yeah.
1: Okay. It's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with bite and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks.
0: Okay, we're back, and we are ready to jump into Jenkins. Let's uh, (laughs) talk season five, episode 13 of How I Met Your Mother Jenkins. Natalie, take it away.
1: So Ted is introducing the idea of the things that you should never do in your 30s in New York, which is like do New Year's Eve at Times Square, do Christmas at Rockefeller Center, I think, and then go to um, college bars, which (laughs) they do the entire episode. Yeah. Marshall is talking about this lovable, hilarious coworker named Jenkins. And when we get like a description of like Jenkins doing hilarious things, it's like a schlub of like a big
0: yeah
1: fat office guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like um he guzzles like an entire jar of maraschino cherries. Yeah. He's doing like inappropriate um like Mimicry with like another coworker, yeah, yeah, and then he's like jumping on top of a table and does like a fake strip che- tease, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, Ted thought Jenkins was a guy, um, and then this is weird because Barney like comes into McLaren's and is like, "I'm gonna bang Jenkins," yeah, and everyone's confused, what? And it turns out Jenkins is actually Amanda Pete. Yeah. Very sexy woman. I love Amanda um,
0: Pete. Always been, a, always been a fan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Lily says, I can't wait to meet him. And Marshall's, like, getting around it by, like, avoiding pronouns completely. Yeah. Because he feels, like, guilty because he has, like, this super hot co-worker who's funny. And he loves spending time with them. <laughs> um how did, why are we calling Marshall Big Fudge? Because it's one of the names on the dart?
0: He, ski ball That's what ski it, ball. It, his name okay. for okay. the ski ball record is Big, Big Fudge. It's Big Fudge,
1: okay. Um, uh, we're at the college bar and like, like a fan boy notices Robin and she's like, look, like I have a fan, like someone loves me. And Ted's like, no, this is like someone in my class And it turns out he is a fanboy for Robin, but not the reason she thinks. Yeah. Um, But, um. Yeah. (laughs) So, apparently, when Robin interviews anyone, she's really bad at it and just says, but, um. Like, in all of the questions over and over again.
0: That's, like, her transition. That's her transition.
1: um, And that is a drinking game. For college students. So college students, like, stay up late at night because her um, her show, Come On, Wake Up, New York, yeah. is at, like, a comically yeah. early hour. And that's when, like, yeah, the bars are, are, are still open. still open. bars are open until four in, in, yeah. in New York. So all these college kids are, like, have made this drinking game about her butt getting wasted. Um, Lily, meanwhile, comes to the office um, because there's a measles outbreak at her school. <laughs> And Marshall, like, can't lie to her. Um,
0: She has a cute line about it. I I just thought I'd come by and go to lunch, and then I'd maybe go to your office and give you the measles. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's cute. Um, So Lily isn't jealous at all, and Marshall doesn't understand why. And then I think, is it Ted and Robin who explain, like, in a relationship there's a reacher and a settler? Yeah. And then Marshall is offended that they assume that he's the reacher and And Lily's a settler, and that's why she's not jealous at all.
0: Yeah, I don't Um, think just because that's clearly true of our marriage, Natalie. I'm clearly the reacher, and you're clearly the settler. settler, No way. um, I don't think that's true of every relationship. No,
1: I don't think. No, it's ridiculous.
0: It's a ridiculous made up thing. Yeah, it just happens to be true for us.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Glad (laughs) you. No, no, it's not. I wasn't listening. But no, it's not at all. Um, So Robin still thinks that. Um, Ted's entire class is like obsessed with her show and appreciates her, um, performances. Um, we'll get to a funny line later. Um, but everyone watches it for the drinking game. So Ted and Barney, um, actually watch her show and do the drinking game. They get wasted off of Grey Goose. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but, um... Uh, Marshall confronts Lily, and she convinces him that there's no reacher and settler. Um, She just, like, trusts him. Barney tries to sleep with Jenkins. Uh, Marshall's playing skee-ball, and he's really, really good at it. Um, Jenkins kisses Marshall. Marshall tells Lily, but she doesn't believe him. Yeah. Um, Ted eventually tells Robin, you're a drinking game. Yeah. Um, students invite Ted out. Um, we'll get to that later. Okay. To go to the college bar. And then, so they're all at the college bar, and Robin is just laying on the buttums, like very, very thick. And
0: well, she you see her make the decision. Yeah. Because at first she's trying to stop herself. Yeah. She, every time she says buttum, she's yeah. like, damn it. Yeah. And then she makes a decision and just like, <laughs> yeah, leads into and it. And
1: then Ted realizes it's a trap. That she's trying to sabotage them, Um but they're like, these are the rules. God help us.
0: Yeah, I did like the music that like, goes into slow motion. Music is like it's like a, uh, it's like a war movie. Yeah, like they're a like they just on the they just gotta do it, yeah. yeah,
1: Um
0: <laughs> Or like when, when Frank Costanza's flashback to the Korean War when he was the cook who made everyone sick and it's like the slow motion of like all the soldiers throwing up barfing
1: yeah, yeah. um so everyone's hung over um and oh, okay like Jenkins is hung over at the office and she apologizes for having sex with him in the mail room and Marshall's like you didn't have sex with me in the mail room
0: yeah. um and I've got to make two apologies
1: yeah yeah exactly um and then Jenkins apologizes to Lily and says, it happened, and Lily beats her up. Yeah. Just clobbers her.
0: Socks her in the jaw. Yeah. And then keeps on going.
1: In Ted's class, everyone is so hungover. Like, no one could pay attention. Everyone yeah. is, like, totally wasted. Um, including and, and Ted. Including Ted. Yeah. And then Robin comes in um, with, like, a bullhorn. Yeah, And does, more, does one more but, um... Yeah. For the class, <laughs> yeah. What I
0: missed? I don't think you missed much. I just wanted to point out once again: uh, um, Taryn Killam returns as yes. the uh, jerk coworker boss of of Marshall um, and and Barney. Uh, I also thought so. The whole thing started with like Marshall didn't intentionally lie at first to Lily. He was just telling a story about Jenkins, and Lily assumed Jenkins was a man, and Marshall just like yeah. didn't correct her, right? Which reminded me of The Sopranos and how Carmela thought oh, that Melfi was a man yes, yes, for yes. most of the first yes. season because that's the same reason. He yeah. just didn't correct
1: her. So then when she calls him at home and she says, this is Jennifer Melfi. Yeah. yeah. Carmella is livid. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, should we move on to funniest moments? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, when the students invite Ted out for drinks um he says bottoms up
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's online too but yeah that was really good um see this is okay so full disclosure we watched the shows yesterday and now um i'm i I need to take better notes when we're gonna have more time in between because i don't entirely remember what she says but before robin knows about the drinking game the first time she comes to robin to ted's classroom yeah she says something funny when she. She says,
1: "Paint me flattered," because <laughs> that's in my funniest. Good, is that okay. what you were talking about? Yeah,
0: I think that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. What else you got?
1: Um, when Marshall was like feeling, like feeling, um, like shame about the kiss, um, he describes it. Her tongue is thick and rough, like a starfish arm, because <laughs> she put her tongue in his mouth yeah. and he didn't like it.
0: Yeah. Um, uh when Ted first finds out of the drinking game, we get just a montage of Robin saying, "But um in a bunch of different interviews. yeah, that's I don't know, that was, yeah that's that funny. Was very just funny. On his own.
1: yeah, um, Ted, like being a dork, he's like, "Oh, so you wanna buy a drink for the old prof <laughs> <laughs>
0: um yeah, I asked our friend. Tyler, who you can donate to his GoFundMe. It's pinned yes. to the top of the homepage of Battleship dot com. He's still in the hospital. Uh, but I asked him if his students call him prof and he said no. He <laughs> yeah. doesn't like to he just he just wants them to call him Tyler. Yeah. Um Uh let's see. When uh <laughs> I think it's Ted is trying to convince Marshall that Jenkins, this is before she kisses him, that Jenkins is into him yeah, because he's so good at skee-ball. Yeah. He says, remember when you were putting nothing but wood in the 50-hole?
1: <laughs> um, this made me want to play. I love skee-ball. You're very and good I'm at it, too. And I'm pretty good at it. Not as good as old fudge or whatever.
0: Yeah. Big fudge. F- big fudge. We played not that long ago at... Um, What's the, like... Good time? All season. All season brewing. Yeah. Yeah, has as skeeball. And we played... Uh, you did very well. Yeah. 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 I love skeeball. You're good at it.
1: Um, I have one more. So do I. Okay, go on.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, two
0: more. We don't know yet that Jenkins is hungover. But right before she kisses him... Um, or not hungover, still drunk. Yeah. Because they were... She was playing the drinking game. Yeah. Um... Uh, With Barney, I think, right? Um, And she came to work still drunk, and that's why she kissed him. Uh, But when Marshall comes into the (laughs) conference room, he goes, hey, Jenkins. And she goes, hey, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) her hair's, like, all a mess. I didn't catch that. Um,
1: (laughs) uh, What was I going to... Oh, okay. Um, Jenkins with Marshall's voice was funny. Yeah. Um, at one point, I thought this was funny. Um, Jenkins says, for Pete's sake. <laughs> and I thought it's funny because she's Amanda, Amanda Pete. Um, and then also just like Robin <laughs> being made such a fool of, like when she saunters into the classroom, like thinking that she has like a class full of, Fans that she thinks college students love her. Yeah. Like her with like all the confidence in the world is like very, very funny. I
0: love it. Yeah. Um, Should we move on to how I met your mother but make a fashion?
1: (sighs) Yeah, we get more absurd tiered coats, ruched.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Ruched blouses under a tiered coat.
0: Yeah. I only have one really bad one. Uh, I think it's Robin's first look in, in the episode. I don't even know what it is. It's like a tank top over a turtleneck mm-hmm. with a leather blazer mm-hmm. and a Flintstones-ass sta- statement and necklace. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Yeah. It, I really do think they're playing some sort of... like. I think the costume department must have hated Colby Smoltzer's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that it?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Um... Moving under the umbrella, uh, I didn't like. Barney starts talking a little bit about um, his relationship with Robin, and Ted's like, "We agreed not to do this," but um, it's just like Barney taking advantage of women because, like, he's like, "Oh, we I had a drinking game," Um, but it turns out it was like he was putting peach schnapps in her belly button while While she was was asleep. asleep. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I tried to ignore that. Yeah,
0: don't like that. What else?
1: Um that's um uh, well just layered clothes.
0: <laughs> no, I'm in, under the umbrella.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, okay. That's also under <laughs> the umbrella. Well, then let's uh what's what are some similarities between the two episodes?
1: Okay. Um I didn't have a lot of success, but um lying to a partner. Yeah,
0: that's the one I have.
1: Okay. Being competitive. There was um, um
0: well, yeah, cuz Obviously Monica's competitive, and Marshall is competitive at skee-ball. Yeah. He's big fudge.
1: Um, There was also, okay, Marshall has a bag, much like Joey's bag, but it's more of like a shoulder bag. Yeah, yeah. So kind of, yeah, I guess like similar. Um, There were hands in front of faces.
0: See, this is what happens when we spend a day in between. (laughs) Hands in front of faces. Yeah. No idea what that means.
1: I think Joey does like a thing where he it's like an optical illusion, like he puts his hand in front of his face.
0: And what happens?
1: Um I'm not really sure. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. But I remember Ted doing like the face Ted thing does to, the, to yeah. Robin when so, he like
1: So Joey does it too. Sense. Okay. Um also the idea just of rules in general, like the rules of the drinking game or like you gotta keep drinking no matter how drunk you are, and yeah. then Monica Loves Rules. Monica Loves Rules, yeah. 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 Uh, ooh, I just thought of one right now. Okay. Um, so Marshall is the best at skee-ball. Monica's <laughs> the best at giving bad massages. Yeah. She wants an award. It, she wants it to be called the Monica. Yeah. That's it.
0: Um, oof. I'm saying, okay, let's play favorites. Okay. And we've never established this, we mm-hmm. have to pick one. Mm-hmm. we can't say tie, we have to pick one, yeah, those are the rules, right?
1: The rules are the rules, yeah, I the honest- rules control the fun,
0: yeah, the rules control the fun, but I honestly like I don't know which one to pick here,
1: okay, well, you might be surprised because three two, one, how night I met I met your, your mother, mother?
0: okay, yep. um, certainly, yeah, um certain yeah I mean i the but um thing is like iconic to me yeah. thats like, something I still think of years later. Um but this this friend's episode was really funny. Um a lot of good Phoebe stuff and you know Phoebe's my fave. A lot of well, good Phoebe stuff. Phoebe was my fave. I think Monica's my fave now. Hmm. Who's your fave uh How I Met Your Mother?
1: Um Still Marshall? Marshall, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, probably mine too at this point. Um yeah, but this was a tough one. This was a tough one. But I had to go with How I Met Your Mother, it's my tie goes to the the tie goes to the show that I picked yeah. <laughs> coming into this podcast yeah uh all right well let's um let's catch up on our correspondence yes, we let's. have a couple of emails um oh, no, and I think that's it I mean there's like people are always reaching out to us in different ways um But uh, Alex, our old friend Alex, says episode 10 calls to action. This is a few weeks ago, but we we welcome and encourage that. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, So he says episode 10 calls to action. He says, yes, you killed it. That's all I wanted to hear, man, that we fucking killed it. Yeah. Uh, Apple of his eye, Thatcher's Gold Cider, or Hard Cider. So it's an apple cider.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Not we to be had, confused
0: with the former prime minister, because we, we have cider.
1: Yeah, I was, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, he would eat a trashy eclair if it's sealed.
1: Um. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. guess like. I get that. Like, yeah. if it's already in a plastic yeah. wrap.
0: Um, he says he'd. Oh, see, we said we said fuck Mary Kill. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's from the UK, so he said shag Love Actually thanks to his supposedly irresistible English accent. Remember, there's mm-hmm. a, that's a storyline in Love yeah. Actually. Yeah. Um, Mary, you've got mail, then divorce it several years later after the internet puts Tom Hanks' Fox books out of business and after reassessing the sketchy sh- courtship. Uh, don't think I've seen why you were sleeping all the way through. Maybe kill that. Okay. Um, that's, that's good. And he says, Listening to your Battleship Retention crossover with Natalie and Tyler now, uh, yeah, Natalie, you were on an episode of Battleship Retention to oh. celebrate 800, 850 episodes with us. I'm not it, proud of it. It was a fun time. Uh, I wish Tyler all the best and hope he's out of the hospital. Oh, sorry, out of hospital. In the UK, they don't say the hospital; they said they just say hospital. Out of hospital as soon as possible. Um, yes, it's he because I had asked about his pronouns. Um, yeah, they say out. Of, they say hospital. They also have I pointed this out before, Natalie. They say maths when we say math, but they say sport when we say sports. Yeah. Have I pointed that out before? You
1: have. You've mentioned oh. it a few times, oh, Okay. surprisingly.
0: Um, and then Liz calls to action. Uh, since you got into trivias in the last episode, here's some more. Uh, How I Met Your Mother's Girls versus Suits was actually their 100th episode, which makes sense. They made such a big oh. deal out of it, did a musical number, yeah. spent a lot of money on it. Uh, I guess it was the best time for the writers to, in the words you used, utilize NPH's Talons, glad you both liked it. Um, You did mention this, but I'd like to give this more attention. The mother got her umbrella back. I know it was a little thing, but I love how the show gave them this little serendipitous connection before they even met. Yeah, that is very cool. It is, Maybe we should have. Um, And also, assuming you read this in the next episode, Jenkins was directed by Neil Patrick Harris. We never look at who directs the episodes. Uh, We should do that more. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris directed so I th- I think that's it for calls to action. If I have missed yours, let me know. Um, it does seem increasingly like emailing us at the one where I met your mother at gmail dot com is the easiest way for me to keep track. Uh, but people, you can also leave comments at Battleship Retention, and you can
1: you can thread us.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I is guess that what they can, call it? Uh, yeah, who knows? We'll get to that later though. Let's move on to. Uh, What is next? The next thing up is my favorite segment to introduce. It's called... How were we doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days these episodes aired. So Season 5, Episode 13 of Friends, the one with Joey's bag, aired on Thursday, February 4th, 1999. Um, On this day, uh, the New Carissa ran aground near Coos Bay, Oregon. The New Carissa was a freighter that uh, ran aground, broke up, half of it sank, and... uh, no one was hurt, but of course there was oil spillage in mm. the in the ocean there that yeah. caused damage. No criminal charges were ever brought, though. Mm. Um, top five songs in the U.S. on this day, uh, and number five, the Backstreet Boys, "All I Have to Give." I don't remember that song. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, number four, uh, it's our favorite, Deborah Cox, nobody's supposed to be here, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, number three, Brandy, have you ever?
1: I think mm-hmm. I looked it up and it wasn't familiar. Okay.
0: Uh, number two, Monica, angel of mine. So Brandy and Monica fighting it out again. First, yeah. they were fighting it out over the, whether boy, the boy is boy, mine, yeah. And now Monica's it's, saying the angel is mine. Yeah. Um.
1: Very territorial.
0: Yeah, yeah uh and at number one britney spears hit me baby one more time
1: never heard it i'll have to look it up later
0: (laughs) did you see that britney spears like was recently the news for getting slapped but then it turned out she didn't get slapped she got pushed and slapped herself in the face (laughs) (laughs) that she was basically she ran up to this like yeah. NBA player yeah. and his, his security, security not knowing who she was or anything just like went to push her away from him yeah. and she slapped herself in the face yeah. like Ross trying to pull up his leather pants.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it happens, I guess.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, we're not making fun of her. No. I would, ho- I would hope she can laugh at herself. Yeah, uh, season five, episode thirteen of How I Met Your Mother, which again is called Jenkins, aired on January eighteenth, twenty ten.
1: It's interesting that. Um, uh, Neil Patrick Harris directed this episode because it's he's he doesn't get a lot to do in this episode Maybe that's why I, though, that he'd like I appreciate it. Yeah. I think yeah. that's why I like this episode so much.
0: <laughs> Not too much Barney. Yeah. Uh let's see. Um Burma's Supreme Court hears the last appeal, appeal against Aung San Suu Kyi, leader of the National League for Democracy, being held in house arrest. This is when we were all still like, free Aung San Suu Kyi. And then she was freed right. and ended up being like a really discriminatory uh, right. uh, ruler. So that sucked. Um, due to a dispute over the Persian Gulf's name, the 2010 Islamic Solidarity Games that were scheduled to be held in Tehran this April have been canceled.
1: Hmm. That's another
0: thing. Okay. I don't know what the... Dispute over the names yeah. are. Um, oh, also I should say this uh, episode aired. I usually say who was born on this day, but this episode did air on Jason Segel's birthday. Oh, January eighteenth is is Jason Segel's birthday, so that's fun. Um, top five songs in the U.S. on this day. Uh, oh, also it was Martin Luther King Day. Oh, that's weird that they would
1: January yeah
0: air a new episode on MLK Day. Usually yeah. you take the week off, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, top five songs in the US. uh, At number five, sorry Jackson, but it's the travesty that is Fireflies by All City. At number four, Replay by Ayaz. At number three, Jay Z, Empire, State of Mind, New York, concrete, Concrete Jungle, where dreams are made of. At number two, Lady Gaga. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> ra, ra, uh, uh, Roma, Roma, ma, ga, ga, ooh, la, la Wanyo your better romance, better romance, one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, and hanging in there at number one, TikTok by Kesha. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Look how officious we are. Right. Got that. done. Got that. Done. Uh, Check. Now, uh, our final segment is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to look at what, what happened. Uh, we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows, armed only with knowledge of the episode titles. Yeah. So first, let's see how we did last week. Um, I said that Joey, like Barney, not Barney the Dinosaur, Barney Stinson, uh, would have a bag of secrets that he uses to bag chicks. See that? I use bag in two different ways there. Yes. I was wrong. Um, you, you, You get it. I do? Yeah. Jenkins, you correctly predicted that Jenkins was going to be Marshall and Barney's co- uh, colleague and that Jenkins was going to be body and behave inappropriately. Yeah. You fucking killed it. I killed it. <laughs> like, you were destroying me this season. Wow. Um, yeah. I almost have. I still could come back, but it's not likely. Uh, but before we get to that, I'm going to need you to vamp a little <gasps> bit.
1: Okay. Riced Hearts of Palm. Taco Seasoning Mix Panama Rum Super Seedy Cheese Bites.
0: Okay. Season five, episode 14 of Friends. Oh man, I'm, I'm gonna take this as a gift to actually get a point on the board. Okay. It's called the one where everyone finds out, and I'm gonna say oh. everyone finds out Um Everyone finds out about Monica and Chandler. Free point for Davy.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. All right. I'm gonna do a fan for this. Thing, sorry. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Organic yellow corn taco shells. Instant
0: boba kit. Okay. Season five, episode fourteen of How I Met Your Mother is called Perfect Week.
1: Okay, who is having a perfect week? I'm going to say that... um, hmm. Who's having a perfect week?
0: Who's having the best week ever, (laughs) right?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to say that everyone is having a perfect week, and we get to see their characters' um, ideal idealized weeks, and they're very different from one another.
0: Okay, we get a glimpse into everyone's personal ideal, uh half fortnight. And often (laughs) I just had to put something funny in there.
1: But I think also like they'll be in direct conflict.
0: Ooh. Um might some of them be in conflict with One another, I think I might tune in to find (laughs) out. (laughs) Okay, all right, at least that made us laugh. Yeah, uh, that's it, that's it, that's the episode. Um, you can, as I was saying earlier, uh, if you want, oh, yeah, let me let me bring up the, the calls to action, um, calls to action this week, uh. Would you ask how someone died when someone had died recently? Mm -hmm. Um, Do I need to be more vulnerable? Mm -hmm. And do they ever call it the perk? Mm -hmm. We didn't have any How I Met Your uh, um, Mother-based drinking games. Are you
1: good at skee-ball?
0: Are you good at skee-ball? Do you play any drinking games? I've never played a drinking game in my life.
1: Um, Uh, Drinking's
0: not a game to me. (laughs) Just
1: a lifestyle? Yeah. (laughs) Um... Should we play Edward's 40 Hands on our final episode?
0: <laughs> yeah, we should play Edward's 40 Hands on our final episode. I no, kill it.
1: I wouldn't survive.
0: Uh, no, I, I could just do it. Um, all right, so you can uh, answer those questions and whatever else you want to tell us. Uh, yeah. The one where I met your mother at gmail.com, on Twitter at davy pretension. Um, leave a comment at battleship pretension.com. There's a post for every episode there. That's where you can find my other podcast called Battleship Pretension, where I talk about movies with uh, a co host. Uh, Natalie, where do you want people to, uh, track you down on the internet?
1: I don't, uh, how dare you? Um, but if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers. Uh, it's real easy to give us a five star and write a review on your, uh, podcast streaming service of choice. Yeah, we love it. It helps people find us and, um, friends and mothers, we love you. Keep, the comments coming. Yeah, keep coming. Until next time, we'll see you at Pelican Rapids. (laughs)